Welcome to the Love is the Verb podcast, a place where we talk all things self-love in order to show up authentically and let our lights shine. I'm your host, Carlin Ben, and I invite you to sit back, relax, and allow your soul to be nourished. We made it, y'all, to our final pillar, number five, when it comes to the cultivation of self-love. I'm so excited. Uh, This particular pillar, the final pillar, is radical acceptance. And when my first, when my journey first began towards self-love, it was primarily around my body. I didn't like my size and I was constantly trying to manipulate it because my frame was never meant to be as small as I wanted it to be. And that was extremely frustrating for me. And so this was something that I just had to grow to accept. And this was how I was introduced to the practice of radical acceptance. But then from there, I began to realize how much just this practice was showing up in my life as very, very beneficial on a almost daily basis. And you'll see why in a moment. So I want to go ahead and jump in. Um, But radical acceptance is according to Marsha Linehan, hope I didn't butcher that, uh, and her DBT skills training, it's defined, she defines it in three ways. And it is radical means all the way complete and total. It is accepting in your mind, your heart and your body. And it's when you stop fighting reality Stop throwing temper tantrums because reality is not the way you want it and let go of bitterness. That last one kind of hit me in my face Uh, because throwing the tantrums is very easy to do. And no, we're not falling out on the floor, but it's one of those internal, internal tantrums. We ruminate over the thoughts that we have, what it is that we wish was different, how we would play things out differently. And it just causes us to not be able to let go. So in this practice of fully accepting and acknowledging a situation or circumstance without judgment or resistance, even if it's unpleasant or difficult, It gives you the ability to move forward. And this is so powerful for coping with challenging situations and can truly help you find peace and clarity amidst adversity. So practicing radical acceptance involves acknowledging and accepting the present moment, no matter how painful or uncomfortable it may be. So this is not about giving up or resigning oneself to a negative situation, but rather about acknowledging reality and finding a way to move forward in spite, despite of not liking it. So Marsha pointed out seven great reasons why accepting reality is important. And the first time I read them, I felt every single one of them at my core. So number one, rejecting reality does not change reality. Number two, changing reality requires first accepting reality. Number three, pain can't be avoided. It's nature's way of signaling that something is wrong. Number four, rejecting reality turns pain into suffering. Number five, refusing to accept reality 
can keep you stuck in unhappiness, bitterness, anger, sadness, shame, or any other painful emotion. Number six, acceptance may lead to sadness, but deep calmness usually follows. And number seven, ooh, number seven, y'all. The path out of hell is through misery. By refusing to accept the misery that is part of climbing out of hell, you fall back into hell. And I'm going to read that one again. All right. The path out of hell is through misery. By refusing to accept the misery that is part of climbing out of hell, you fall right back into hell. (sighs) Yeah, that one hit me. But... Overall, part of loving yourself is giving yourself permission to move on from situations that are no longer serving you. And a great deal of those situations come with having to accept them first. So one of the key components of radical acceptance is the idea of letting go of control. And this is tough. It's instinctual for us, but it's often when we're faced with a situation that we don't like, that we try to control the outcome or the circumstance surrounding it. But all this does is lead us to more stress and frustration because we cannot control everything. It is not humanly possible. And I remember like really having this hit home for me um, at one point when I was talking to a girlfriend after coming to the conclusion that a relationship I was in just wasn't going to work. And I had been waiting on the person to change, using patience and understanding as a reason to stay. And let me explain that. I was understanding that he was humanly flawed because we all are. And I was practicing, then practicing patience because I was trying, whether I wanted to admit it or not, I was trying to control slash change him. And so it came to me when I was talking to her and when <laughs> the realization I had was a little bit aggressive, but I was like, is, this is like me hitting my head against a brick wall, waiting on the wall to get softer so the pain would stop instead of simply making the decision for myself to no longer hit my head on the wall. And that's what we'll do. This is what happens when we refuse to accept what is, which then keeps us stuck. And it's because although we're uncomfortable, it's even more uncomfortable to have to do something about what we no longer allow ourselves to deny. So we don't deny it. We don't accept it. And we keep banging our heads. So practicing radical acceptance was loving myself enough to know that letting go of my need for control, no longer denying or trying to avoid the truth, and accepting that sometimes things aren't as I would like them to be, was my first step towards allowing me to move forward. And it's challenging, especially in situations where we feel powerless or overwhelmed, It requires a great deal of self-awareness, vulnerability, self-compassion, and a willingness to let go of our preconceived notions and expectations. However, the benefits far outweigh the alternative. 
So what are some of the benefits of practicing radical acceptance? There are several, but I'm just going to give you five. All right, the first one is you end up experiencing less stress and anxiety because when we resist difficult situations, we often create more stress and anxiety for ourselves. But if we accept them in the present moment, we can reduce our stress and anxiety levels tremendously, which leads to the second benefit of the practice of radical acceptance opens the door for more peace. Now, if I'm releasing the stress and the anxiety associated with my denial, then I can start the process of moving forward and or healing, which will ultimately result in me feeling more peace. A third benefit is increased resilience. Radical acceptance can help us build resilience in the face of adversity. By accepting difficult situations as they are, we can develop greater emotional flexibility and adaptability, which can help us navigate future challenges more effectively. Number four, kind of connected to the increased resilience, is you end up with a greater sense of meaning and purpose. Because as you allow yourself on the journey to accept difficult situations, you can end up finding greater meaning and purpose in your life. You grow. You stop resisting what is and start focusing on what you can control, which allows you to create new opportunities for learning and fulfillment. And the last benefit of many that I'm going to, uh, that I'm just going to talk about, is it also helps improve relationships. And this one was big because when you practice radical acceptance, not only with others, but with yourself, okay, you are able to become more accepting, which then leads to you being able to become more empathetic, compassionate, and understanding. All right. So just remember that practicing radical acceptance is not about you giving up or resigning yourself to a negative situation. It is for you. It's about acknowledging the reality of what has happened, therefore allowing you to move forward. So how do you do this? Excellent question. There are five main ways that I have found to be extremely helpful when it comes to wanting to start to practice radical acceptance. And the first one is acknowledging your emotions. The first step in practicing this is to be able to sit with where you are in the present moment. It may involve identifying some thoughts, releasing some judgment or criticism you have of others, but just give yourself the ability to be present with the emotions that you're having at that moment. Next, you want to let go of the resistance. And this is definitely (laughs) not easy, but you want to release the resistance that you have with the situation because it's only adding to your suffering. Okay, next, you want to let go of resistance. And it's natural to resist in difficult situations, but this is only adding to your suffering. So instead, trying to let go and accepting the situation for what it is. You want to identify what you can control, which in a lot of times is yourself. What can you do differently? 
Because while there may be aspects of the situation that you can't control, there may also be things that you can control. And so focus on those. Put all of your attention on what it is that you are able to change. And then lastly, write a list of all the things that you would do if you did accept the situation. And this isn't changing what happened, right? You are accepting and seeing the situation as it is. But what you're going to do is, what what would the version of yourself do that was already accepting what has happened? It will give you an idea of what steps you need to take to move forward, probably during a time when you have no idea what to do. All right, I hope this was helpful. And this is, again, pillar number five on the list of uh, the five pillars in order to cultivate the practice of self-love. So I want you to stick with me, come back as I continue to help you learn how to live without restriction, let your light shine, and love yourself abundantly. Love and hugs. As always, sending you an abundance of love, hugs, compassion, and courage. And if you're not already, be sure to follow Love is the Verb on all social platforms or visit me at loveistheverb.com.